It's the Jack and Kathy show. Shit show. And there we go. Oh, okay, that, like I that think one. I think it yeah. Okay. Okay, hi. Hi. How are you? Are you, you recording? Yeah, we're going. This okay. is live. This is the first time I've ever um, recorded with a microphone while driving from Iowa to Illinois. It's a first. So you've recorded with a microphone driving someplace else? Oh, of course. You're yeah, so many. cool. <laughs> you know, I do think it's important you continue to stare straight ahead, though. I think I will. I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, the audience will understand why I am not giving them a whole lot of eye contact right now. You know, it it's funny because we if you can if you're watching the video, you can see we're clearly in the car driving back from visiting Sam playing baseball this weekend, and I'm curious as all the cars are looking at us, they're probably like, "What <laughs> the frick are those two doing?" And if we were a little famous, karaoke be, on the road, right? <laughs> they're doing karaoke. How funny would that be? <laughs> Oh, don't. 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 No. You were just playing REO Speedwagon. You were doing major flashback, nostalgic, saying that there really aren't any good bands anymore, that it's all... Well, I'm kind of in a mood, because I don't want to discount You were playing ZZ Top, and... I just wish there were more rock bands, because I miss that. Yeah. Are you sure there aren't, and maybe we're just uncool and we don't know about them? Like, it could be, but when you like, listen to bands like The Head and the Heart, it's not the same as ACDC distorted guitars and Guns N' Roses. I mean, I think no doubt, but maybe that's out there and we just haven't discovered it because we're not that cool and we're also I don't know. I, ancient. I try to take pride in being relatively musically cool. Well, you are a musician, so... I'll have to ask my kids... You are dialed in more than Well, Alex mentioned Greta Van Fleet, right? Yep. And you can't really count the Foo Fighters, because they're... I know they're still relevant. Uh, Yeah, they definitely are. But they're our age. Yeah. And Al mentioned Greta Van Fleet, who's awesome. However, I can't think of another band. You know, I'm sure there's some out there that has to be. You know what we'll do? We'll put Greta Van Fleet into the algorithm on Spotify and or whatever other. And see what uh, comes and back. See what comes back at us. How about okay. that? That'll be the next okay. um, three hours of this trip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, hi, honey. Hi. Hi. That was an interesting intro. It was. To the discussion. So, how are you? I I be good. Yeah. I be good. Can't complain. How's the drive? The drive is a piece of cake. You keep looking down at the... Yeah, I'm trying to set the... um, Cruise control? Cruise control. So for anyone who's not... Well, for my mom. She watches this, so... Yep. She'll know that we're driving. And if we have one other listener, and I think it may be Sam Heilenbach's brother, Stephen, now, (laughs) I learned is the second listener. Hi, Sam. No, it's Steve. I mean Steve. Steve, yeah. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Shout out to Steve Heilenbach, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Should I have said his last name on the air? Probably doesn't matter. Eh, well, He's, he, I think he listens and not now watches. He'll, now he'll be famous and we won't. Yeah. My mom will know him. <laughs> so if you're listening, we're actually on Route 80 heading east from Iowa City where we got to watch Sam play baseball. And it was a um, little bit of a bittersweet weekend for us because he... 
was on fire the first two games, and then the tail end of the last game, Hyper extended his knee when he stepped on home plate. A freak thing is cleat yeah. slid. Hyper extended his knee, and we don't know the extent of the damage. And uh, it's been a tough, long year for him. Poor guy. Which, I, it really has been. Yeah, I mean, he went in with high hopes and then hurt his back, and then um, got mono, and then it's home for you know, two weeks after the mono, then my dad dies, then he plays for two weeks, and then he hurts his knee. Yeah. So, so he was not able to play last night, and... MRI on Monday and just wish this kid could catch a break because he's so awesome. And I'm trying to, uh, you know, like we talked about, I'm not a big fan of saying things happen for a reason. You know, I can't stand that. I know. And I try to figure out what lesson he's supposed to be learning from all this punishment. However, I put perspective in it last night as you and I were walking up to the stadium that there's a couple of kids on his baseball team that were seniors and were starters, and now they're not. And there's this kid, Brandon Schur, who had his job taken away from him from other kids. Right. And that's the nature of the sport, or sports. Yeah. And he's also been hurt. So when he got a chance to play because of right. some injuries, he then gets hurt. Right. So, um, you know, it's not often that you can start and finish an athletic season and nothing goes wrong and... You're on a winning team. Those are very rare things. So anyone out there thinking of playing sports, just play music. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't ever remember hurting myself. I don't know if that's a yeah. super forgiving industry either. So I don't well, know. I mean, you can play until you're 90. You can, you can fall right? down in other ways in that. Yeah, you can keep playing. You know what I mean? But, yeah, just in terms of, you know, highs and lows of a career, that industry certainly, I would imagine, has its own... They just don't require MRIs necessarily. Yeah, that's true. But, Except um, when Dave Grohl fell off the stage. Yeah, well, there's that. That was funny. Yes. Well, I mean, not funny. No. But not that's funny. a good example. But yeah, that's where rock and roll can send you to the which, hospital. Which we are all. All over, the, over place. the place. Maybe we should do more podcasts from the road like this. Can we just, before <sighs> we move on from baseball, can we talk about the game on um, uh, uh, Thursday night? What? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, it was, um, they played Indiana, and the first three innings, Indiana was crushing it. It was very quickly, got to what, 12 to... 13 to 2. 13 to 2. Yep. In the first three innings, and it was yep. like, wow, this is going to be a long day. Yeah. And boy, did the tide shift. Game started at 6. Yeah. Ended at close to midnight. Crazy, crazy game. And the final score was 30. To yes. 16. 30. This was baseball. 30 <laughs> 16. to 16. Well, that's what was crazy is that they had been mediocre for almost the whole game. And then, if you remember, I half joking, half seriously said, Oh, yeah, fix the camera. Half joking, half seriously said, they should put up a 10 spot right now just to make it close. Yeah. And, and they, they did. put up 10 runs. 10 runs. What, which inning was that? That like was six the or fifth seven? or sixth inning. They okay. put up 10 runs. Yeah. Um, this kid, Kyle Huxdorf, got on. So I think Sam got on base somehow, right? Because I know yep. Sam scored that inning. Anyway, Kyle Huxdorf bats ninth and uh, had a hit earlier in the game. We're crossing the mighty Mississippi, by the way. It's beautiful. 
Um, so Kyle hits, and you got to look for 88 now. It's going to come up pretty quickly. Okay. So you want to take 88 east. Okay? Okay. All right. And so you'll see live right now, in case, in case Kathy misses the exit, you'll hear our discussion as a couple debating directions. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle gets up. With two men on, I think there was nobody out and blasts a three-run home run, exciting as hell. Then gets up later that inning with um, a couple guys on again, right? And blasts yeah, another three-run home know. run. It's, bases were loaded. I mean, it was. Well, then the next inning, bases are loaded. Huge. We're we're up. We're down thirteen to ten, right? Yeah. Down thirteen to ten, and he gets up with the bases loaded, and hits his third home run in two innings. Hits a grand slam, sets the Big Ten record. See 88 right there? Yes, I do. Sets the Big Ten record for RBIs in a game. Yeah. Sets a Big Ten record for hits in a game, which was six. He was six for seven with 12 RBIs. Yeah. And I think four runs scored or something like that. Yeah, it it was pretty incredible. An MVP Hall of Fame highlight day. I'd say. And they ended up winning 30 to 6. Yeah. 16. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And then they won the second night. And they won last night, too. But funny enough, the score was only 2, two to, to 1. one. <laughs> right. And they won on Friday where Sam was out of his mind, too. He's playing great. Went 3 for 4 with two doubles and a bunch of runs scored. They won 12 to nothing in that one. Yeah. So very exciting weekend for sure. And then the dialectic, right? The dialectic, the favorite word. Two emotions that exist at the same Same time, time. two opposite emotions that can exist. Yeah. Happy that Sam had such a good game and sad and nervous about what happened to his knee. Yeah. So Most definitely. um, Anyway. All right. Well, that's enough baseball talk, but that's why we were in Iowa City and why we are driving back and on the road. And it's been a month. It's been a month since we last podcast, which... Considering we were making serious effort to go every week, to do this every week. Um, we had admittedly quite a few things, though. We had a few things going on. Right. One of which, may I just say, is the loss of your father. Yeah. And so... Dad passed away a few weeks ago. May he rest in peace. Yep. And uh, he will be missed, no yep. doubt. Yep. Um, you were an angel so to him. So that was... You well, were I feel very, very lucky that East. I had the chance to meet your dad before he passed and um he was already stricken with a very unforgiving disease of dementia yeah but i believe i glimpsed the man behind the disease for just a few brief minutes throughout the time that i've been certainly i've been around and i feel i feel I feel very, very lucky. Yeah, you certainly had some interactions with him where you mm-hmm. could feel you could connect because those those moments of true connection were so infrequent, yeah. right? Yeah. And where I felt it the most profoundly was when you gave him his medicine because we couldn't get him to take pills because he was getting pretty resistant and agitated when he had to swallow pills. And he was a diabetic, so we couldn't administer um, the diabetic shots. And um, his insulin, and yet you were the one that helped calm him down and would hold his hand. And um, uh, there were a couple of times where I helped him, helped your mom 
get him to take his pills. Yeah. And uh, it was in those brief moments, nice to assist. And uh, your mom is an angel and a warrior and all a wa- of that. A warrior? A warrior. A warrior? A warrior. <laughs> um, yes. So kudos to your mom, too. Yeah. She crushed it. Though she would say, as she's listening to this, what else was I to do? This is the man she loved, right? I know. I know. Um, still, it's a, it's, it, was, it was nice and amazing to see. Yeah. So that's why we've been busy. Yes, been busy. We had a, a ton of things going on, and the podcast took a little bit of a back seat, I think. Yeah. For us to settle ourselves a little bit, Most right? definitely, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Which kind of leads me to what you and I said we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because it happened at the wake. At the wake. Or, or at the day after at my sister's house, after the... Yes, your sweet the niece. The luncheon. You want to tell the story? Well, I mean, basically we were sitting around your sister's dining room table, shooting the shit, as you do at wakes with kids. And your, uh, your daughter, Alex, I believe we were sitting near Alex and... Uh, was it you that mentioned going to a Sox game, like going to Wrigley? Well, Alex was in town with her fiance. Yep. And amidst all the chaos and sadness and everything, I needed just to get to someplace normal. Yeah. For a little bit, and thought they both love baseball. Let's. And Sam was going back to Iowa, and Key was heading back to Seattle. And Al was in town for a couple extra days, mm-hmm. so we said, "Well, let's see if the Sox are playing." Yeah. And they weren't. Good. So, but Alex pulled up the the schedule on her phone and booked tickets and to to the Cubs. to the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, to Wrigley. The irony of which is that was my dad's favorite team. Oh, so it seems kind of interesting that that they were like the ones he, that right, were, playing, were playing that yeah. that schedule aligned with the idea. But yeah, it, I guess basically uh, your you know tickets were booked right there on the spot, and you're. Your niece, Lenny, well, can said... I, can I jump in real quick? Yes, please do. I, think the, the point, I always the, leave out details. Yeah. The, the big point was the time elapsed from the time when I said, what are you guys doing tomorrow? And she said nothing. And I went, you want me to see if the Sox are playing? And her and Sam said, sure. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know if it was because they were... I don't know what the hell Sam was drinking, but whatever that mixed drink was he had. I don't know if it was because there were so many drinks in. Yeah. But you know me to be crazy spontaneous. Like yes. we're, we are going to do stuff because I hate the cliche, and yet I'll use it. Life is very short, and you yep. have only today, right? Yep. And who needs tonight? Right? We got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? Uh, anyway. Let's make it last. Right. Let's find a way. There you go. So that's a car you're about to hit there on your right. You're good? Hmm. I'm good. So... <laughs> I we just passed so Joslin, good. Illinois. Hi, Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. So the the big context here is that we asked Alex. She said, sure. I said, don't spend a lot of money on tickets. Let's just get something and I'll pay you back. Get upper deck. Who cares? We don't need box seats at $400 a piece. And Lynn, our niece, is sitting right next to us as we're saying all this stuff. Yep. And so in a matter of 15 minutes, we talked about the concept of going to a Cubs game. And then had bought tickets and were planning the next day and how we were going to do it. Yes. 
So Lynn, then now you can finish, Jill. And that led Lynn to say, um, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna bash this sentence too. Go ahead and tell the peoples what she said to you. No, you try it. She just basically said, "Okay, closer." She just basically said, "I love how you guys." Uh, are so spontaneous that you will have an idea and you just go and do it. And she was sort of in awe that that is what you guys will do. Yeah. Because she, she said, so do you do this all the time? <laughs> like, it seems like you just say something and the next thing you know, you're doing it to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I went, well, what's the point of just talking about something and and I don't think it's an indictment of her parents or anything else. I just don't think oh, she's around not. a lot of people who a lot of people do talk about we should do something like this yeah. one day or we should see the next time something comes up. Yes. And you know yes. me. I don't know that there's going to be a next time. And I don't right. want to, you know, I, I don't want to. It's interesting to, to speak in context of my dad's passing. Him and I had very d- similar things that we we shared and then incredibly different things like any human beings would have. And one was that I used to tease him all the time and say, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Cause yeah. my dad spent a lot of time. And by the way, this is not a conversation about regrets. That's not what it is. But my dad would often say, I should have done that or could have done this or maybe I would have done that differently. Yeah. And I don't know if that became the impetus. Cause I would tease him about this when I was a kid. I mean, we're talking 15 year old kids saying woulda, coulda, shoulda. Right. And again, it's not an indictment of his character or a criticism. It's how he approached things. He loved what he did. He loved being an accountant and all that. And and so I am I getting way philosophical now? Well, I mean, that's kind of the point for why we're bringing this up to be sort of philosophical. That whole moment with Linny, and granted, she's fourteen years 14, old and right. still in high school, and life is you know school and volleyball, and then school and volleyball, and, and eat dinner and right. catch up with her family and school right. and friends, and you know, so she's not in the world where she's making her choices and able to be spontaneous. But it was kind of cool that it that you, in particular, in my mind, were perceived as being that kind of person. That would be spontaneous and that would make, uh, you know, quick decisions to go see a, a Cubs game or big sweeping decisions where you packed up your house in Illinois and you moved out west. You know, yep. you, you um, take I, those risks. It's about risk taking and you don't always know what's going to be coming at you when you make those choices. But that's part of it you know life is unpredictable even if you try to control it best you can you just don't know what's going to happen well i i uh thank you and you know it's funny because my sister used to always say to me that i needed someone more like you who is willing to jump at a moment's notice and do crazy things and take chances yeah and I don't know where that came from. I, I have to admit, I don't know. It, it's not as though I'm not committed or not. It, it's not a wanderlust thing where. Right. I'm it's not like you shirk your responsibilities no. in life. And no, no. I mean, I if I can, the beauty of my work, for example, allows me to take my computer anywhere. 
So I don't mind jumping on a plane and doing something. And I work all day when I do it. Yeah. I'll just be in a different place. Like, who cares? Yeah. And now, granted, I have that job. I would maintain and argue. You could, people could find that job, too, right? Yeah. You can create that, self, that thing for you. I, I thought what was interesting for me when, when my niece said what she said was that I, I, don't, I don't want to read into it or act like we are now some sort of inspiration for her. I just remember her saying, so you do this all the time, Uncle Jack. Huh? It seems like you just say, let's do this. The next thing you know, you're doing it. Yeah. And I went, well, why, why talk about things otherwise? What's the point? And right. it's funny because think about what we're doing right now. Oh, podcasting while in driving in the right. car. <laughs> because we were, we haven't done a podcast in a while. And I'll tell you what went through my head. And it's so funny because I, I complimented you on wanting to do the podcast in the car thinking it was your idea. And then you went, it was your idea. Your right? idea. It was mine. I never knew we could set this up in the car. You have an outlet or two. Well, I've, I've outfitted the up. car for travel, right? So we've got regular yeah. plugs in the car and all that stuff point I'm making is what went through my head is we haven't done a podcast in a while and it was top of mind with me and when we get home we have other things to do and my fear was that it would just get lost yeah and so yeah and that can happen sometimes in life I I don't know I I know I'm getting way deep waters here go deep baby go Go deep deep. baby dive in go deep that's what she said okay you knew I had to Carol plug your ears um, speaking of plugging ears, what my daughter said over Stop the weekend. It. I'm not we going to repeat need... <laughs> it, but O and MG. That's all right. Alex, I'm grateful that you feel that comfortable with me and yet <laughs> boundaries. So I do, though, I, I just do believe how many times have we been out? And so the other day we were at we went to go uh, to a friend's house to watch the Bucks play in the. Um, in the playoffs. Yes. And one of your connections invited us over and we rode our bikes. We said, let's yes. ride bikes. Yes. So we could have taken the car. We said, nope, let's ride bikes. And we didn't have the gear to carry all the stuff we were bringing to their really house. It was really hard carrying show. all that alcohol while riding well, yeah, bikes. All right. But we also had some food, to we be did. fair. We did. And so we first were going to do it one way. And then we started to do it another, and it was clearly starting to get a little bit frustrating for both of us because nothing yeah. was working. Right. And then we just wouldn't let up and said, no, we're riding bikes. So we ride bikes there, and it was great. We had a wonderful time. We didn't have to bring anything back, which was awesome. Yep. Right? So we lightened our load. Uh, running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Four that, that want to know me, three that want two, two that want to stole me, one says so she's a friend of mine. Take it easy. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, on the way back though, I said, let's do some bar crawling. You did, because right? we weren't driving, so we why weren't not? Driving, so we said, why, why not? not? And, and it's funny because we were just sharing with people that we actually did that, because we yeah. told people at the party, we think we're going to do some bar crawling. And so they didn't believe us, I don't think. And then we shared it with them. It's funny. It came back as, you guys are so much fun. <laughs> and you are, you are a fun person. And you make me, you are inspiring. You make me want to be spontaneous as well. I mean, I definitely have some of that in me. 
but it sure you is have nice. A lot of it in you. I think I it think sure is I nice to be spontaneous with somebody, though, too. Like to have that joint effort. I mean, when we met, I had embarked on finding concert tickets to different venues because right. I was going to were, with with company in tow or, or not. I so I had tickets to Red Rocks and. Um, to see uh, Lucas Nelson, who was amazing. Oh God, yeah, he was great. Um, and and you ended up coming with me, but I was determined to not wait for people. And yep. we're going camping this summer, and summer we're seed becomes my perennial bloom. I don't know the rest of it. That's but okay. Then. We can't. We, this isn't a singing podcast. <laughs> this. Well, this is, you called it earlier that people might think we're doing karaoke, so. <laughs> yeah. I just know that I, I appreciate how you embrace the spontaneity, and I don't want everyone to think that this was tied to, like, oh, it's always to drinking or something, or just spending money. No, definitely we not. We try to be spontaneous all the time. We were, when we were visiting Sam uh, and watching his games, there's long downtime, obviously, because he's in college and plays a game a day and so we make sure that in the car we have paddle boards with us or pickleball ball paddles yeah and so we said let's go play some pickleball and i mean there's so many other things you could do i i just don't i just want to live a really full life and for me that doesn't mean having a bazillion dollars and all these possessions yeah. i want experiences and you only Think back to now how we'll look back and go. Remember after the Bucks game, we stopped at two bars on the way home, and we talked to fun people and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you absolutely. Don't, you don't do that by saying we should have. Right. Or God, I wish we would have. And so, I guess what I would. Wow! Deep end of the pool. Keep going. Keep. I just. Swimming, I just babe. think life is. You don't know what life is going to bring, and if you're. And it doesn't. I'm not suggesting at all you're irresponsible, because I you've seen me working my ass off on all this stuff for my Work. real job, yeah. mm -hmm. and you do the same. Mm -hmm. So why can't you? Why can't you sprinkle in other moments within those spaces? Well, and here's here's the question for you: Do you think that kind of thing, that kind of spontaneity, is a vital part of a successful relationship? You know, since we are this relationship podcast, I certainly love being spontaneous with you. And one of the things that I think really works for us is that our lives align in such a way with our age and the age of our children. And they align that it allows us to do those things together. Right? Right. Yeah, and and so I don't know, to answer your initial question, does it make for a strong relationship or, or something along those lines? Yeah, do you think it's a, it's a vital part of a successful relationship to be able to be spontaneous together? Versus like, okay, every Thursday we have date night and we go on date night. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift the thinking a little bit. I think... I believe in relational self-awareness. We talk about that a lot. Yes. And the mistakes I made in previous relationships was not really being true to myself. 
right? And so it really starts there. Yeah, I so get that. So for some people, a scheduled Monday thing and then a Tuesday thing works. Yeah. Right? For some relationships and some individuals specifically, that kind of every Tuesday we do this and every Wednesday we do that works. Um, let me give you a weird example that people at work struggle with with me. When I do presentations, you know, most people use PowerPoint and stuff like that. Um, I usually don't do it. I'll put a picture up on the wall or a schema of some layout. I rarely do it in PowerPoint where you often see people with bullet points. So in other words, they're almost just reading their thoughts. And the reason I say that is I'm very, very comfortable with knowing kind of where I want to go. Yeah. Having a bunch of information in my back pocket so I can speak to it, but letting the meeting flow as it flows. So you could see a picture of an elephant and go, what the hell is he going to talk about with an elephant? And I'll tie it to whatever we're talking about. Yeah. So my point is when it comes to us, I'm relationally pretty self-aware of what I'm all about. And to be with someone who, when I said, would say, let's ride bikes, would keep putting up roadblocks of, oh, not today. And I don't know if it's going to work. Right. Right. And we were, I mean, to be fair to anyone that's listening, we started out trying to to get everything together. And it was getting frustrating for the two of us because we couldn't make it work. Yeah, we had a big salad bowl and then they were the, trying to the fit basket, basket was tilting was, over right. and touching the wheel. And and, what and I, a couple of times I even said, oh, let's just hop in the car. But you made it work. I went, you, no, we're going to ride bikes. And then you said, what I, what I want everyone to hear, it's not just that I was insistent. It's that you were open to the possibility. Yes. And that's really what, to me... The whole thing with Lynn was, it's it's not as though we do stuff. It's that if the possibility is there and we can, then why not? Like yeah. why look back on life and go, ugh, I wish I'd bought more TVs, or I, I wish I would have given that person a call and given them a hug. Yeah, fucking do it. And so, what I love about you, what you did that day, we're going a little over. If that's okay with you, our thirty minutes. Of course. Okay. What I love about you is that I went, no, I want to ride bikes. And you went, all right, let's go inside. Let's not use the bowl. Let's put these things in baggies. And so we went back inside, took the salad out of the bowl because we had it prepped. And instead, put in a bunch of baggies and lighter things to carry. Found another backpack for me to carry all of the beer. And we still, on the way, stopped at a liquor store to bring a gift to the host and hostess. Yep. Right? And so... It's not just that I'm spontaneous, and this is the self-awareness part, right? I know what I like to do. And I also need to know that I'm with someone that enjoys that kind of energy, that allows me to be that person. And you didn't view it as, well, maybe you did. I don't think you viewed it as, he's such a pain in the ass. Mm-mm. It's it's kind of like you viewed it as, yeah, let's do this. Let's figure it no, out. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Think about today when Al was talking about her wedding with us and how... You know, the traditional wedding is four o'clock in the afternoon is a ceremony and then the dinner afterward. Well, she has an opportunity without, you know, sharing or disclosing stuff without her permission. She has an opportunity to do something completely different. And so she's looking at those days going, well, wait a minute. There are no rules. I can make it whatever there I want. There are no rules to well, this except life. speeding. Well, okay. But we well, get the what, idea. But, but, but the context of you're doing, of which. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Going like 82 and a 70. I say go 90 right now. we got a long day. I just I just think the theme, and it's interesting because it, it all ties together. Sam has this remarkable game, um, went 5 for 11 over the weekend, and then hurts his knee in some freak thing. And, and it's, it's just it's frustrating to watch. And as a parent, you go, what the fuck? And then 
you know, my dad passing when we were on vacation with Alex and watching her dog. And there is no nothing in life that's guaranteed on anything. And all you can do is show up every single day. And I guess my philosophy in showing up is I'm going to work my ass off as hard as I do for my job. And I'm also going to enjoy myself. And my definition of enjoying myself, and that's the key part here, right? Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's this this life isn't for everybody, right? This is true. This is true. Again, some people need that. Monday we have peanut butter and jelly night, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm never going to be that person. It's very difficult for me to be that person. Right, right. And there, so, there's I just certain a lot. things. There are certain things that are nice to be predictable. It's. I know you, you're not a fan of the word balance, probably because it sounds so hokey, but it really is the balance between things. Um, and I just, while listening to you, what are you yeah. looking for? I was, I'm, getting paired, I'm getting paired stuff ready, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, uh, my, my kids, my kiddos popped into my head. Like, my, my son is self-employed in the world of production in Chicago, and... Um, you know, every day looks a little bit different than the last, and that's a world I understand. And my daughter is an artist and living in Colorado, and she and her boyfriend want to go live like gypsies for a while. And there's a huge part of me that applauds that because that is, you know, life is adventure. And um, we're lucky enough to be able to plan some of those things. You just don't. Again, you have to be true to yourself. And someone could say, you know, my dad and mom never went to Paris together or they never went to Indonesia. Well, maybe that wasn't what was interesting to them. Maybe what was interesting to them was my dad loved being an accountant and maybe they enjoyed being at home and going to movies. Sitting on a front porch every night and and listening to the crickets. I I mean, that sounds like bliss actually as well. Right. Well, the message that I'd like to be heard here isn't one of spendthrift or need to travel. Those are things that we enjoy. Yeah. And so there's there's really two messages. You have to be true to yourself. And if you're going to find a partner, you have to be true to yourself in that relationship. It's not what can they do for you or you do for them. It's how can you join each other? You, yes. me, us. Right. 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 And then the second piece to this is, and this is where I make it a little preachy, don't wait to do something. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you have to have a certain time to do things. And, and I may go, again, a little intense here. I've heard people talk about their relationships are potentially coming to an end, but we're going to wait till the kids get to this point. Well, it doesn't matter, right? If your relationship's coming to an end, figure it out now and get going because there is no perfect time for anything. Or if you think it's time to change jobs. Mm-hmm. Um change them yeah. and understand you may get there and it's not what it turned out to be I had I had fascinated about and was that the right word fascinated about I had fantasized uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I fantasized about living in Colorado for years right and yeah. then I got out there and went huh this isn't quite as cool as I thought it would be and I never thought a year ago I'd be living in Milwaukee I know and yet I'm Whoops. having a great time so I, I I think you can try to define life as much as possible. And it reminds me of this secretary that worked for me years ago when I was a new executive at Allstate. And she had this little thing at her desk that said, life is not a dress rehearsal. And I I always remember that. Yeah. And so I guess the message is be true to yourself 
and 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 take chances and enjoy it and whatever that means for you however you define right no doubt taking chances it's just absolutely nothing you're not going to move towards something unless you move yeah <laughs> it's not just it's just not going to happen right right i mean we didn't meet one another because because we just hoped that that would happen we actually yeah it's not going to happen without action on your part yeah you know you, you have to do something and Yep. And you never know what could come of it when you do that. I mean, think about how the dinner that we went to, I could go on forever on this topic, the dinner we went to when I first met your family, and then we walked past the TV in the bar, and the White Sox happened to be playing the Brewers, and we're 10 minutes away from the stadium. And it's the sixth inning, and I said, let's just go at a game. Yep. And next thing you know, we go to the game, we get standing room only seats, we figure we'll walk ourselves down to whatever's open. Yep. We sit down, and I get a tap on a shoulder, and it's the parent and son of one of Sam's travel baseball Yes. programs yep you, um, you and were, how cool was that that right? was very cool and these things don't happen if you don't get out there yes wow so did true. i go way over that's okay that's all right. all right that was good and all of it prompted this whole conversation prompted by sweet linny making a comment that about the spontaneousness of yeah of uh of what you do in life yeah, so she there said, you Uncle Jack, you, you say things, and the next thing you know, you do them. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know why. I really mean this. I understand why people don't. And then there's a part of me that goes, I don't get it. Right. Like, I, I don't. You could change your job right now, like I mentioned with the Colorado thing that happened to me, and get there and go, ah, shit, this sucks. And rather than look at it as, oh, God, I got to find another job, the way I look at it is, well, I was able to find this one. I'll find another one. Right, right. right? I was able to move out to Colorado. Yeah. I can easily move back. Yeah, and I, I and had the mindset go to a place of, I wonder what other opportunities and adventures and experiences I'm going to have because this event occurred. So, All right, let's jump right. on. You rock, and thanks for indulging. Yeah. How's the drive so far? You doing so all right? So far, so good. Absolutely. Yep. I think this camera light is awesome. We should do it. From the With car. the natural, natural oh, light. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I look really handsome right now. It's actually a green, stri- green s- screen. A it's green, a green screen. A it's a green screen. A green screen. It's a green screen. Um, to our friends at Paired, we're waiting to hear back from you, so we can't wait for you to come up with some sort of agreement. All right. Did you pick out a question? I did. I okay. And it's not a quiz thing where we answer a bunch of them. So it was a question about, and I'll go first with my answer. Okay. Because, like always, I talk too much and my answers are just as long in this system. Yeah. What? Hashtag facts. <laughs> what animal best represents your personality and why? So here's what I wrote. You probably don't remember this because it's a while ago. I wrote, I am so many animals. Mm-hmm. I'm a tiger in bed. Say it. Wow. I'm, that was pretty good. I'm a lion at rest. I'm a chimpanzee with humor. And I'm an ass sometimes, too. That actually is... That's me. You. That's you. Right? That is you, my love. So you said that you're a hawk. Yeah. So talk to me, Goose. So I have loved hawks for a long time. I think... You know, of course, when we road trip, we'll, we'll see them sitting on trees in the fall when the leaves are clear. And I've just always spotted them and thought they were just such a ma- majestic bird. And I, I thought if I could will myself to be an animal, it would probably be a hawk because I love their strength 
the ability to fly feels amazing to my spirit. Um, they don't really have predators, That's which true. I kind of liked as well. But they're strong and graceful, and I think that's the combination that I see in them that maybe I, I aspire to see in myself. Um, so I don't know if I am a hawk, but I would say I aspire to be a hawk. And, you know, for many years now, I've yet to find the artist and do the, the work, but I've had, I've wanted a hawk tattoo. Yeah. Um, and when I think about... Yeah, so just, I guess that's it. I don't want to go too far down that road, but that was why I said a hawk, because of just how I, I view that beautiful creature. So, cool. there you go. What would you say I am? What animal am I? Don't say a sloth. No, why would you think I would say a sloth? A pesky mosquito. <laughs> a gnat. A swarm a of gnat, gnats. A leech. <laughs> A burrow. A what? A burrow. A burrow. An ass? Well, just like a donkey carrying things. Because <laughs> you do. You carry my heart. I do like heart. to carry things. Oh. 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 The donkey carrying a heart. That's a really <laughs> gorgeous visual. <laughs> uh, on that All note. All right. On that note, give me a piece. Peace. Peace. Later, everybody. Later, alligators. Later, alligators.